you're building a wall before you even give yourself a chance to succeed at anything. Because if everything's happening to you, then you have no power. Instead of looking at your situation and seeing what power you do have and then taking some friggin' action to change it. Hey there, welcome to Tater Talks, two bitches talk fitness. I'm Brooke. And hello, I'm Iris. On this show, we challenge the common understanding of what it means and what it takes to be fit and healthy. We explore all things fitness, nutrition, mindset, and mental health without the fluff and BS. So grab a coffee, get ready to laugh, cry, even learn a thing or two. Let's get into it. Welcome back, everybody. Brooke, how's it going? Going good. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm chilling in maintenance now through the holidays, so I'm happy about that. I was ready. <laughs> I, I felt it. I was ready. Yeah, I've, I've been in a deficit, but I'm ready to be in a deficit. So Thanksgiving's just one to two meals that I have to worry about, and then it's right back on track for me. So nice. I, I treat the holiday season just like I treat every other day. I look at the holidays as not a full season. I look at it as, yeah, we have a couple events or special occasions, but I mean, other than that, there's no reason... For me to not be in a deficit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, some people, it's just like chug along, chug along, but other people would really do well to be in maintenance. So oh, absolutely. it's a bit of a know yourself situation. But yeah, yeah I kind of treat the holidays the same way, honestly. I think people more often than not just kind of work themselves up into a little bit of a tizzy about it when it doesn't need to be that. Yeah, I but I do understand where they're coming from because in For the sure. past with the diet culture, like... They have had to have that anxiety, especially if they're doing restrictive diets and things like that. So I do understand that. Yeah, same. So what are we talking about today? Today, we're really talking about mindset and how people get in their own heads and they often take almost like a victim approach where it almost seems like nothing can go right, even if multiple things are going right. Mm hmm. Yeah, I think that victim mindset is really easy to fall into. And it goes back to what we've talked about a few times is the reactive mindset or reactive way of living where we're not taking control and making decisions. We're just reacting to everything. So in a sense, it does seem like everything is just happening to us and there's nothing we can do about it. But on the other hand, that's not quite true. And I feel like people get stuck in that victim spiral when it's really not serving them. So I just kind of want to talk about that a little bit and maybe encourage you guys to examine that in yourselves because it really doesn't help, <laughs> frankly. No, it doesn't help. And oftentimes when we fall into that spiral of being a victim of your circumstances, that kind of takes your power away that you have. It takes away that power that you have over making decisions. It also kind of rules you. When in reality, like you're the one in control. A lot of times people that have that type of mindset don't think that they're in control of their own lives or they don't think about the control they do have and make a decision based off of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then it kind of becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy of like, well, then, okay, you don't have any control because you're kind of just letting things happen instead of taking a step back, assessing, deciding, and then following through. Absolutely. And I think that that's where a lot of people get hung up is they think that things are happening and things may be happening to them that are out of the control, 
But one of my favorite things to tell my clients is you can control the controllables. You can control what you put into your body. You can control your output, like your exercise and things like that. And it might certainly feel like you don't have control over your life. But realistically, when you get caught in a victim type mindset, it's very hard to see that people will get stuck in that victim mindset and they'll be so far down the rabbit hole that they're not using their logic to come up with ways to control an outcome. They're using their emotional brain. So when they're when you're doing things out of emotion, whether it's stress eating, whether it's drinking, whether it's numbing with those scrolling on the internet, whatever, you're not capable of making a mindset change if you're just numbing the feelings. So a lot of the times when people have a victim mindset, they, they lose sight of what's actually in their control. One of my favorite, and I think this plays into it with the reactive living. One of my favorite quotes is from Viktor Frankl. It's commonly attributed to him anyway. It's between the stimulus and response, there is a space. And in that space lies our freedom and power to choose our responses. And in our responses lie our growth and our freedom. And I love that quote because it's kind of a reminder, especially in the holiday season when things are happening, you have so many events, maybe you've got kids and they've got to go to a billion different things and you've got family parties and you've got things to cook. You can take a pause and step back and take an honest look at what you're doing and see if it's serving you. See if your attitude, your approach to things and your actual actions are serving you in the moment. Making the empowered choice. What in any given moment is the empowered choice for you? Not the one based in avoidance, not the one based in fear, restriction, gotta be so good, etc. What is the one that at the end of the day, when your head hits the pillow, you can say, I did what was right for me in that moment? When you think about what you want your outcome to be. Most people don't want it to be a victim mindset or most of it, most of the time they don't want it to feel like failure. They want solutions, but it is very, very challenging when people are giving you solutions, but none of them are working for you. You got to give a little bit. Mm -hmm. Part of changing your lifestyle is learning. And it's also like, if you're in a deficit, it's about sacrifice. You're sacrificing having extra food. Realistically, you're sacrificing time that you're spending in the gym. You have things that, sure, you have to sacrifice, but again, you also control that. I also think people are way too hard on themselves and they get in that victim mindset when they're trying to do everything all at once and they're trying to be perfect. And then it's, I'm never going to do this right. This is never going to work for me. I've done everything and I can't lose weight when it's not fucking true. If you did everything to try to lose weight, you would have lost weight. Mm-hmm. So you didn't try everything or you're not fucking patient. You tried it for two days and then got frustrated. <laughs> yeah. Or you and tried something very unsustainable and can only do it for two days and then it, it didn't work, right? It's on you whether or not you want to change your mindset. Nobody else can do that for you. And I think when people reach out and they're like, I, I need help. Has anyone dealt with this? When people are giving you solutions and you're shooting every one of their solutions down, that's not being open-minded. That's being closed-minded and being like, well, that's just not going to work for me because it's just not going to fucking work. And it's not going to work if you have that mindset. Mm -hmm. 
especially if we're talking about posting on forums and stuff, you can take what you need and leave the rest. I think that's an important skill to practice because not everyone's suggestions are going to be the right ones for you, but you have to honestly look at them and ask maybe if there are if they are. If people are talking to you about consistency and you haven't been consistent, well, that's your step one. Find ways to be more consistent. Do any number of the things that we talk about on this podcast all the time and put it into practice so you can be more consistent. That brings me to another point where like if you're telling yourself that you're doing everything and nothing's working, you haven't done everything consistently to see if it does work. And I think that's where there's a huge problem. People say, and this sounds kind of harsh, but like people will tell me how badly they want to reach their goals, but they're not willing to do the steps that it takes. Fat loss is simple, but it's not easy. And that is where I think that people get hung up is like, oh, this is simple. It's going to be easy for me. No, it's not going to, it's not easy for anybody. If it was, we wouldn't have jobs. It's a really big issue when people do get stuck in like a victim mindset where everything is happening to them. They don't see the light at the end of the tunnel. Well, like everybody that's been on a fitness journey has had to deal with some shit. It's a matter of understanding and looking at the shit that you're dealing with in a way that's going to be productive versus not productive. If you're asking people online, I really need help with this. Has anyone deal with this? And people chime in and say, hey, why don't you try this? It's you, And you give a million reasons on how that's not going to work. Then you're not really being open-minded. You're actually being more closed-minded. And it, it also seems like you're looking for validation to not do the things that you said you were going to do. Like you're looking for ways to not follow through with the commitment that you make to yourself. Mm-hmm. It is true that shit happens. Things happen that are hard, that are annoying, that you can't necessarily make the best of. Some things are just rough, and you can acknowledge that. At the same time, there is always something that you can control. There is always an action step that you can take, whether or not it directly impacts the thing that happened. Maybe your plans changed. Maybe somebody in your family got sick. Maybe, I don't know, you broke a leg. There's still something that can be done. And I think not ending the thought at the woe is me. It's like, okay, I broke my arm. I'm going to do what I can to keep the ball rolling, even if it's rolling a little slower. A lot of people don't think they have the victim mentality, but that's not always the case. So asking and checking in with yourself of like, okay, what can I do about this situation and how can I make it happen? I think that's the biggest question is how you can make it work. Yeah. Focusing on solutions and not on problems, acknowledging the problems or the situations, whatever they are, and then saying, okay, what needs to happen? What do I need to do? What can I reasonably do to either get out of this or change it slightly so it's more conducive to my goals or my happiness or my peace or whatever it may be? What can I do instead of ending the sentence that, it sucks. (laughs) Yeah. It might suck, but there's always something you can do. Another very, very common one I see is genetics. People acting as if they are 100% completely at the whim of their genetics. And it is very true that genetics impacts absolutely everything. It impacts 
everything. But that does not mean that you have no control. You still have power over your decisions, <laughs> the habits you build, your lifestyle in general, the health forward, helpful actions you can take to influence your environment Most and definitely. your body and your lifestyle and your blood markers and everything. You have more power than you give yourself credit for. And it's so sad because people are robbing themselves of this automatically out the gate by being the victim, playing the victim, not being the victim. Another one is family. Well, my family isn't into this. Well, my kids won't eat this, blah, blah, blah. Okay, take control of what you can control. And one of my, one of my soapboxes right now, I will 100% admit it, is moms being walked over by their entire family, acting like they have no power over everything, no control over anything. And of course, there's a balance, right? There can be too many rules and the kids can be responsible for too many things, but the kids can help around the house. The kids can help pack their own lunches. They can do the dishes. They can put the clothes away. Mom is not a slave. It's not a badge of honor to be trampled over by your entire family. Absolutely. It is not a badge of honor to never stand up for yourself and your goals and to take power over what you want in life. And honestly, if you think about it too, dwelling in the victim puddle, <laughs> it can't feel very good. It doesn't feel very good. It feels helpless. It feels claustrophobic is the word I use. And Brooke, one of the first episodes we recorded of this podcast, you asked the question, how do you want to live? which is something I've taken and repurposed in so many areas of my own life, but also just in conversations with others and with clients and with challengers. How do you want to live? Do you want to live in this place of feeling helpless, of dwelling in the shit? Or do you want to wait in the shit sometimes, but also take power over it and do what you can from where you are? That is the most empowering thing. And we are all about empowerment over here. Staying in the victim mindset is about as far from empowering as you can possibly get. Yeah. And especially if like you're constantly being a victim of your own circumstance, if you're always being a victim of your own circumstance, you're not going to grow and you're not going to learn anything. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what's really hard. People think like, oh, I just can't lose weight. I'm just meant to be this way. Yeah. Well, and in reality, it's like, what have you done? Like, have you done a program for four weeks and been like, I'm not losing weight, so fuck this. People ask, are you being consistent? And before you even have time to think, they're like, well, yes, of course I've been, been consistent. When you're not adding up the fact that every weekend you have a quote unquote special occasion or date night where you're going out and I'm all for having an untracked meal. But when you're having an untracked meal on Saturday and Tuesday and Friday, those meals will add up. You're not being consistent if that's the case. So making sure that you are actually looking at your behavior and being accountable for your behavior. You're not using it as an excuse because I'll be real. Some people will use it as an excuse. Well, my husband really wants, he wants to do date nights. And so when we do date nights, I allow myself an untracked meal. Well, see, my girlfriend wanted to go out to lunch on Wednesday and I just couldn't say no because I haven't seen her in a long time. And then my kids wanted pizza on Friday night. And so we ordered pizza. Okay, well, what are you going to, what is your game plan? What is your game plan? What are your boundaries 
to this? That's one of my big questions is, like I said earlier, you can control the controllables. Maybe you don't go to lunch with a friend. Maybe you go get coffee and have a coffee instead of untracked meals. Instead of going on a date night every single week, what if you went twice a month? What if you make pizzas at home where you can control what's going in your body than ordering out? And there's like, there's nothing wrong with ordering out, but if you're eating takeout more than like two to three times a week, well, that's something that you have to take a look at. People might suggest, oh, maybe you should try cooking. Well, I'm not much of a cook or I don't like cooking. Something's got to give. <laughs> like if you're in a fat loss phase, there has to be a trade yeah, off. Like yeah. you have to make a nutritional compromise. So I think that's something that not a lot of people understand is that nutritional compromise when it comes to reaching your goals. And the way to make that compromise feel successful is not being in a restrictive mindset because oftentimes a restrictive mindset is cohesive with a victim mentality. Yeah. I mean, if you're so restricted, then everything kind of is happening to you because if you're living in the normal world, there's going to be food. There's going to be food that may not fit into whatever you're assigning yourself for the labels that you're putting on the food. Totally. The victim mentality is tough because I've struggled with it for a long time. I struggled with it for a really long time. And granted, some of my complaints were definitely valid. Like I am a full-time single mom to a child with special needs. It's very easy for me to fall into a victim mentality and try to convince myself, oh, I'm fucking tired. I'm exhausted. I'm going to run through the drive-through. No, I might be tired and I might be exhausted, but I know that like at the end of the day, I really want to achieve my goal. So I'm going to do it fucking tired. I'm going to do it exhausted. Again, it's not meant to be easy. You're going to have to learn to possibly cook your food. You're going to have to learn to overcome your fears of gym anxiety and go into a gym because, of course, you know, that's something that we also hear is, oh, well, I am scared of the gym. Like, yeah, a lot of people are. I'm I'm nervous going into new gyms where I don't know where the equipment is, where I don't know anybody. Even coaches get nervous about that kind of stuff. But are you going to let that help you or are you going to let that hinder you is one of the big questions. I mean, it's really about finding out where that mentality comes from and addressing those issues, addressing those issues first. Why do I get defensive when people recommend things to me that I'm not willing to do? What about that frustrates me? What about that helps? Because the fact is, if you're asking for advice and you're asking for solutions and people give them to you, you have two options. You're going to either use that information to help you or you're just going to bitch about your issue. Mm -hmm. So it's really about taking that responsibility, taking accountability for what you are and are not doing. Yeah, that self-audit, that honest self-audit without judgment. It's just observation. What am I doing? What am I not doing? What is working? What is not working? And why is it not working? And what can I do better? Exactly. And not hammering on. I mean, we talk about compassion with yourself all the time. It's not hammering on what a terrible, horrible person you are and how bad you're failing because you're not doing X, Y, and Z. No, it's just like, okay, this is where I could step it up. This is where I need to step it up. And this is what I'm going to do. Hammer out those specific actions, write yourself a game plan, and just carry on with the boring basic shit. Great things happen by doing the boring basic shit over and over and over and over again. Yeah. It's not magic, guys. It's not magic. No. I feel like a lot of people will post something to gain attention. 
and to have to have emotional support. So sometimes people aren't necessarily looking for solutions. And that is where the victim mentality does come in is when you are not looking at it from a solution-based angle and you're only looking to vent or to use it as an excuse to give up. Yeah, to commiserate. There's a difference between looking for emotional support and then looking for a solution, right? Versus a negativity spiral sucking people down into negativity instead of, okay, this is life. It happens. Moving on. What can we do from here now? Yeah. So it's really about taking accountability for your actions or lack of actions. Mm -hmm. Nobody wants to hear that they have a victim mentality, by the way. Nobody likes to hear that. But it's definitely very real and it happens all the time, even if you don't think it's happening. I've learned very, very quickly, you have to kind of check yourself before you make those posts. Okay, what am I asking for? What kind of reaction am I hoping to get after posting this? That is one thing that I can't stress enough is look for the reason why. And if you're like, I want to post this because I want my feelings validated, you can. But when people give you solutions, be open-minded to those solutions. Mm -hmm. So there you have it, folks. So there you have it. A little bit of a... (laughs) tough love Monday for you. But I mean, this is something we see all the time. And like we said earlier, it just doesn't help. You're keeping yourself stuck. It's kind of like those I am statements, those identities that we talk about all the time. You're building a wall before you even give yourself a chance to succeed at anything. Because if everything's happening to you, then you have no power. Instead of looking at your situation and seeing what power you do have and then taking some friggin' action to change it. Yeah. So if you're realizing, shit, if you feel even a little bit called out, (laughs) understand that this is coming from a good place and it's because we want to see you succeed. And because we've been there. Absolutely. And that's how you're going to be successful is by being a forward thinker. It's by taking action. It's about finding solutions and being resourceful. That's what's important. You have to be resourceful. You can reach out to have your feelings validated, but if people are giving you advice, try taking it. Mm-hmm. Just something for you to think about. Some food for thought, because it is important. And we'll see you next time. Same time, same place. Thanks for listening to Tater Talks, two bitches talk fitness. If you enjoyed the show, let us know by writing a review, subscribing wherever you like to listen to podcasts. Find me, Iris, on Instagram at Iris Deadlifts. And you can find me, Brooke, on Instagram at Get You a Brooke. We'll talk to you soon. Nice. Nice. <laughs>